3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Toffeeweb.com is the longest-running
2: Everton website with an archive of more than 35,000 articles. This is the Web podcast.
0: Frank, you obviously set standards for your team. Did you fall below those standards tonight? Yeah, the players did. Yeah. Um,
1: below the standards, some players that haven't played so many minutes get opportunities and uh, they fell below the standard for sure. When you work daily with players that are in the squad, that are not planned, sometimes knock on
2: your door, that train well, some of them and deserve an opportunity, these for us as Everton are opportunities to play those players because we may re- need them and refer to them and they may be able to get themselves in the team at some point that
1: helps you in the league and in any cup. So um, for them it was an opportunity to play and, and do well and clearly um, I learned a lot from it. Maybe stuff I already knew, maybe some more about stuff that I already knew. So that was it.
3: Hello Evertonians and welcome back to that familiar feeling of being dumped out of the cup in humiliating fashion, recriminations for the players over another dreadful performance and the prospect of another very long season of struggle ahead. Well, it just wouldn't be Everton without the end of cycle of drama and an early exit from the League Cup now, would it? Paul and Adam are here with me on Wednesday evening, almost 24 hours on from that awful defeat to Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup and three days away from when the Blues go back to Vitality Stadium for a league game that has taken on a heavy importance heading into a seven-week layoff for the World Cup. Uh, Adam, how's the mood a day on from that debacle on the south coast?
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's sad that it's not all that surprising. I know I, I famously predicted a comfortable 2-0 win, so uh, sorry, uh, sorry for anyone listening who... who who got caught up in my excitement as I did. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame that we we come to expect this year on year, regardless of the manager, regardless of the team that's put out. Although some of these players, sadly, have had a part to play in uh, these similar kinds of upsets over the past couple of seasons. Um, so even though the manner of a defeat, it's certainly not, what I saw happening on paper. um, It's, it's still not that much of a shock, is it? It's not a complete cup shock that we've gone out at this stage. um, And with that kind of limp, gutless, spineless, heartless, you name it, we didn't have it kind of performance. Um, So yeah, I wouldn't say I've been kind of spending the day soul searching. It's just, it's, it, it's sad that it's something we've come to come to expect at certain times from his side. And as you mentioned, it now casts what was already a huge game on Saturday in, in a bigger spotlight, I think, just because the narrative around Lampard has certainly shifted. I wouldn't say it's necessarily shifted from my point of view, but I think um, certainly... Uh fans who are at the game have every right to vocalise how they felt about that kind of performance. Um, obviously, fans online have got, um, got a platform to say that. And also, just from speaking to other people, um, I think that the narrative around Lampard for a lot of people outside of Everton Football Club, outside of a fan base, has been fairly negative when we've spoken about that media perception. But I know that general conversation now is that he is a manager under pressure uh, particularly as we keep saying with this with this big uh, big break in the premier league coming up so yeah the manner of a defeat has made saturday huge um so yeah i'm pretty down but i'm I, i'm i'm certainly not out and I've, yeah uh, i'm i'm sure we'll get into this but i don't think it's the time to turn on the manager as we have done previously for I would say more warranted reasons and more consistently poor performances, but on the back of Leicester, this was, yeah, this was really, really, really crap.
1: <laughs> you were early. You were early there as well, weren't you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, fl- I flirted with the with I was, uh, I was, I was, I was down south on Monday night, and I, I considered, uh, I considered getting the coach down, and uh, yeah. I'll say I chickened out, maybe <laughs> maybe I'd had some sort of second sight, uh, a guardian angel somewhere. But, uh... The ghost of Earl Barrett sort of, you know, <laughs> loomed over and said, No, don't go. You won't, don't, don't buy that overpriced ticket you found online. It's not worth it, son. And, uh, yeah, and I decided not to. Uh, so yeah, very, very glad I didn't because, yeah, I, I normally work weekends. So, um, so cup games, and as we, uh, as, as I heard you guys touching on uh, in the episode about, um, about the lack of European football. Those used to be my main outlet for watching the blues, uh, live in person. And um yeah, <laughs> the fact we've been so poor in, in 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 cup competitions recently, uh yeah. Limits my exposure, but maybe maybe that's a good thing based on based on Tuesday. Cause yeah, even 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 sat home watching it, it was just oh, it was it was gut wrenching, wasn't it?
1: I'm sure, there's a couple of thousand Avatonyans who wish they'd the chickened out. I feel sorry for the guys who were, who had to suffer that. That's I think we were, Linda, were you saying on the messages when we were WhatsApp and can't believe how bad this is, given how you know people have travelled down such a long way on a on a Tuesday and they're gonna have to go and do it again on Saturday. It's uh, you know it's uh, it's really 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 terrible performance. It was just such a bad watch, wasn't it? it was just from the from like the when that shot looped in, even just everything was just so poor. Um, well, like really got on my nerves. We had a chance before then as well when De Corley was released down the right-hand side and it, was, it looked like a pretty straightforward ball across to, to um Gordon who was well positioned but he tried to play it inside instead and from then on I think they, they scored pretty much straight after that. And uh, yeah, It's frustrating because like, the first couple of goals, particularly the first one, was just so... So unlucky, really. And at that point, there wasn't really anybody who was like on top of the game early. And then just we missed so many, you know, three chances, two chances, really. Like one, one of them should have gone. It's a terrible miss by Davis, wasn't it? And if that goes in, then you never know. It might kind of be game on. But um, yeah, it was just, it was just like awful. And I, don't, I, I can't believe I watched right to the very, very last whistle. I don't even know why I watched the entire thing. It was, it was so <laughs> tempting to sort of just turn off. And I don't know what what me to watch the whole lot, but it was um. I just yeah, it's nothing, not a lot of positive to say. Um, if we can look at positives, I thought did all right. I, did, I don't quite understand again what I'm seeing, what, what why he's not being given sort of 20 minutes here and there just because he's an attacking fullback and can get down the line and try and get across. At least I don't really get why he hasn't been given any minutes, any points. Still, uh, Patterson got minutes under the belt. You no know, made an awful mistake for the end. Gone, did all right. I don't get quite 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 get why he was playing in the number six. I thought he should have been better up the field in the time he was on. Didn't quite get that. Damari Gray scored, and a couple of the, the young lads got a bit of a game. So, we've got a few positives from it, I suppose. But um, you can see how annoyed Frank was after the game. I'm not so sure he was right to throw all the players under the bus like that with his comments myself. I don't know these players, like, obviously, know they're not in the picture. Obviously, they're not playing Then. I guess the other players were left at home, weren't they? Like, I assume. And like, um, yeah, Mikolenko and uh, Tarkovsky, et cetera. So must have felt like to sort of Michael Keane's at the core there, et cetera, that they weren't in the picture. And, uh, you, you know, I would, I would say then you'd expect them to sort of perform and say, okay, right, I need to sort of prove my place in the team here. But, um, I don't know, it's... <laughs> It, it felt like quite a hot mood in the sort of dressing room at least towards the end of last season. Suddenly looking at the players there and the body language and a lot of them, Anthony Gordon looked very, very agitated, didn't he? And a few others did. It looked like they really, really not enjoying things. I just wondered, I don't know. I'm speculating entirely. It's just maybe a little bit of a split in the camp between those who aren't in the squad and aren't, aren't involved, and those who aren't. Because certainly it didn't look like a, I like the scoreline will have had an impact on that. But it didn't look like a happy mood amongst them just all very very angry and agitated and uh whew, i was just it was all over yesterday really really was
3: that's a good point about the squad harmony actually because i think we were talking about how having got rid of your people like deli ali and and um and players who weren't involved weren't likely to be involved just kind of taking up space in the dressing room having got them out the door in the summer i think we felt that yeah, we did have a sort of a harmonious group with a, with a kind of um, united purpose. But yeah, the point that you make about there is now almost a clear delineation between those who are going to play regularly and those who are unlikely to. And I think that existed before last night, obviously, just because of the way team selection has been going. <clears throat> but that performance and the fact that we kind of threw a whole load of them in together really kind of solidified that notion that <laughs> we have, you know, a, a group of players who who really aren't going to be, that the manager can't really rely on. Um, and that's, I mean, that's a worrying thing because if, if injuries do kick in, obviously, then we got, as Lampard said last night after the game, we are going to have to rely on some of those players. Um, I, I didn't buy his rationale for, the, for making 11 changes um, where, where he said that we have a busy schedule after Christmas, and that's why he made the number of changes they did. I mean, that's nonsense. It's seven weeks away. Um, I don't buy that for a second. <clears throat> I think he's just he's kind of fallen into that time on a tradition of making a raft of changes to a team for a cup tie. Um, you know, normally, normally a manager will make five or six. He went for the whole eleven, which I mean, you're always you're always you're asking for trouble a bit. And I know Gary O'Neill. I think he changed nine, but you'd think that our priorities are and should be different to Bournemouth's, um, particularly when it comes to, you know, trophies and, and and trying to sort of advance in a competition that I think, as we've we've all noted this season, a number of Premier League teams are going to go out this round. And so it just kind of opened it up a little bit if we could get our act together. Um, clearly, that's not going to happen now. Um, and Lampard's right that there was enough experience in that lineup to get the job done. But, you know, and, and it speaks volumes um that they not only didn't, but they were kind of embarrassed on the night. But I mean, and even under the best of circumstances, you're asking um, a lot throwing together eleven players for the first time this season. Some of some of whom have never played together before, and expecting a decent performance. And I suppose what makes it worse is um, you know you have a number of players in there whose ability and mentality were known quantities before this, you know, before last night, and a number of them were why we ended up in the relegation zone last season. Um so if Lampard was hoping to learn something last night, he probably should have played the kids because, you know, as I say, there's certain individuals there that may just simply confirm what we knew from last season, that they have no future as regular first team first teamers. And um and others, I'm thinking specifically by Anthony Gordon here, showed that they probably don't deserve the status that they've been given, you know, this season. So yeah, it's um it's worrying and you know as I said at at the outset we've really kind of put a lot of pressure on Saturday now um, and and needing to get a result down there otherwise it's going to be a bleak seven weeks off um, for the World Cup and all sorts of you know speculation and and talk that's going to fill that vacuum.
2: Yeah I I agree with all that I think as you say there's such a there's such a big gap and I, I I don't get the rationale for making that many changes. Um, I know we said before and in the, in the preview to uh, to last night's game that um, it would give a chance, maybe, for some players who were knocking on the door who'd not had minutes, the likes of James Garner, uh, the likes of Patterson to get some minutes under his belt. Um, but, as you also mentioned, that there's players who kind of played through um, the worst moments of last year and, and prior to that as well who, as you say, we 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 already know that they're not necessarily the kind of bigger characters that we need to get you over hump to get you over a a, a midweek game that's not going the way you planned. When a when a shot loops in and suddenly you've you've got to go out and show some initiative. Um, and I think all, all Lampard really learned is that there's certain players who, at this point in time, at least he can't drop. And you know the obvious ones being the two centre backs. I think. Um, I think as well, making all those changes and going to a system uh, that a lot of those players haven't played in as well. Um, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
2: it, it it might be why the likes of Vinagri, who, I, I mean, I, I maybe will not sort of speak as positively about him as I don't I mean he was great, but he he did <laughs> have, he, he had moments, certainly. He, he, he did put one uh, decent ball into a box and he kind of tried to get people the few times he did sort of get forward. Uh, it's probably why he looked a little bit more comfortable. But the, the three centre backs, um, I mean, we've we've spoken a lot about playing it out from the back. Um, I think we maybe realise why. Um, and I know they've been at various stages of fitness, but why Lampard has gone with the two centre backs he's got in terms of distribution because some of the some of the moments on the ball at the back were toe curling. Um, I just I wanted John Stones yeah. in the living room just to come up to me and go calm down <laughs> uh, because because I, 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 you you saw something happening and obviously it it did twice in really truly embarrassing fashion um, and 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 that was something we already knew so as you say if 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 it's a time to kind of learn about your squad it's not really the best time and as you say a great opportunity to progress in a cup competition loss. Uh, a great chance to get some confidence going into the game back at bournemouth which as you say yeah. uh, as you said yeah. sorry sorry early paul as well it's it's going to be a lot of the same fans travelling down so not only do they deserve more but they get, you know et, but the whole mentality has shifted um to that game and it's it's just so disappointing isn't it that we we still have to be um questioning the mentality of certain players um but it and and, and you don't want to single out too many individuals because I I think yeah apart from what Gray's goal and and a few other very very brief moments it was it was just pretty dire wasn't it I I don't really I don't really think you can take a lot from it other than as I say just absence makes the heart grow fonder You, you miss you miss the likes of Tarkovsky and Cody there having having some presence about them having some composure um it was it was all the things we've done wrong this season but really magnified and fully exposed lack of composure lack of uh well just lack of everything it was it was really really poor i could spend hours <laughs> just lamenting it so say something nice all quickly <laughs>
1: I'm just wondering which Ghost of Everton pass you're going to bring up next. <laughs> <laughs> you've had Barrett, you've had Stones. I'd like you to stew on that one until you come back with Mark Ottinger or something like that. <laughs> um, it was just really half-assed, I And I was even like, "That the, last time, like, the game's gone when it's, when there's when yeah, 10 minutes to go or so. And they're, they're just sitting back. But we were just doing nothing. There was no sort of heart. Okay, come on, get a goal. Get you on. Know, Feed it into one of the kids, let them sort you know, and there was just, there was just, I couldn't believe it, the last few minutes of just knocking the ball around like it's, <laughs> like it's literally like a friendly or something. I just, I just couldn't understand it. Even when the game's, you know, you've lost the game, sure, but you, you know, what did they always say? You know, it's, it, it's still nil nil, you know, is what you sort of always taught. You mean, know, you play to the last whistle, etc. I get it, it's not always that simple, but come on, a bit of pride, a bit of sort of, you know, you know show that you care a little bit um you mentioned the the defense as well and it just struck me then uh michael keane yerry me and mason holgate they're no strangers to each other they've been they've been Mm -hmm. in the same squad for about five years now pretty much right yeah i mean Mm -hmm. so it's um yeah yeah. okay they're not they're not been playing it was yerry's first game back from injury and, and and mason's um michael hasn't been playing but Come on, they they should be able to, you know, they're senior players. You know, I mean, they they they, they you know they, they should really be sort of you know pushing people on there. They've all captained the club. I mean, they you know they've you know so it's um you know it's really 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 poor. Um, who's Frank, who's Frank referring too? Um, might be plainly obvious perhaps, but who's he referring to? When he's saying there's people you know not in, not in the team, some who train well, some who don't, some knocking on my door asking to play. I know more about them now. Um, you know, I've learned a lot about them. Who is he referring to particularly? There's a, a very small pool of, people, pool of players It could be, right? Michael Keane, Tom Davis, Abdullah Dakore. you know what I mean? Yeah, he, those you three. Brushed yeah. Upon a,
3: those three,
1: yeah. I yeah. think so, right? Unless you pushed brushed upon a little bit, then perhaps maybe a little bit of Anthony Gordon in that as well. And, you know, I know he's been playing. He was dropped the other week. I know he's been playing, but, yeah. he he shouldn't be uh, absolved of criticism from uh, from that. He seems to have some sort of problem with his wrist, didn't he? He was struggling with something like that. I'm not too sure what that was, but uh, yeah, he didn't, didn't look interested. and Perhaps a lot of lucky to still be on the pitch as well. And uh, uh, another ref might have sent him off there for that challenge. Um, I think the referee at least at least kept the game. He, he could, you know, another ref could have that could have been Everton down to ten men early in the I mean, game. If he does that on didn't... Saturday,
2: he's sent off. It's, it's oh, not, yeah. not a good tackle, and it was, no, it, was no. yeah, it was really petty.
1: And there's no VAR was the other night like, for some reason. So um, yeah, so um, yeah, another day it might have yeah. been a bit worse for him. So.
3: They don't, they don't use VAR in the, in the League Cup, do they? So so it's he was lucky, and he's lucky because it was Darren England, and Darren England is, is a bit of a wild card, as we know. So you know, it could have, <laughs> it could and, and honestly, he couldn't have, he couldn't have had any complaints. Uh, it's not the first time this season, and you know uh he needs to make sure that it is the last because it started to become um it started to become a problem that he's channeling his his frustrations or whatever into into just indiscipline i um, he's already served one suspension and he, you know if he keeps mm-hmm. going obviously he's going to be on his way to another one um yeah yeah as you say he he could be one of the ones asking questions but i think um I think someone like Ruben Venagra could have have obviously been, you know, having a word with Lampard and saying, you know, when am I going to get my chance? And I think um, he's probably been overdue. Um, And I actually felt sorry for him last night because I think he was one of the ones who was actually trying. Um, You know, a a wingback got to the byline for the first time since I can remember (laughs) this season. That was was one one good positive thing. Um, You know, Yerry Mina is obviously just coming back from injury. So I I would imagine that he's – you know, he's probably just been biding his time to see if he can get fit, um, and so that does leave you with the likes of you know Michael Keane and and, and Tom Davis who haven't really been involved, uh, and to be honest, based on what we know about them, there's a good reason why they haven't been involved, um, because there are better, more consistent players who have been playing week in week out, um, and I think when Lampard's saying that he's learnt, you know, things about certain individuals. Um, and you can probably add De in there as well. Those are the ones that he's talking about. he "I gave you, I gave you an opportunity, and you've, I mean, you've failed. <laughs> you know, you've, you've absolutely fluffed it." Um, and so, going back to what you were saying earlier, Paul, about, you know, where, where do we kind of go from here? Unless you can bin a couple of those off in January, you've, you've got, um, you know, you've got sort of unsettled players in the ranks. It's not going to be, it's not ideal. Um, particularly if if as we're all fearing that we're not going to be able to get much done in January you know it's, it's the very difficult month to buy players um and that's not not even taking into consideration how much budget we're going to have how many players mm-hmm. we might be able to sign uh <laughs> yeah it's um it, it's not good i mean we all know where the where the the any money should be going it needs to be going at the top end of the pitch because i mean really we really we really do have problems up there. Um, and we saw that with Neil, Neil Mope, who um, is at best a 10-goal-a-season player when you're playing to his strengths. When you're not playing to his strengths, which we're currently not, then I, I can't see how the guy has a hope in hell of getting the goals <laughs> that we need, honestly. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Tom Davis finish, again, it's, it's similar to the Leicester game, really, where we're talking about our what-if moment is a a sort of fairly straightforward chance for, it's, it's, you know, we've not put away and 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 that's all we've really got to rue from the game. Um, going back to Davis and Decoray, I guess the interesting thing with, with those two is beyond their careers at Everton, they're in the last year of the contract. So they've got a lot yeah. to play for, really. Um, you'd think that coming into a game, wh- whether they've been, you know, knocking on Frank's door or not, they... Had a chance to play, be had a platform to impress someone. Um, who you know, if, if you were, if you were Bournemouth, if you were, if you were in the Championship next season, uh, would you really want a player uh, who who put in that kind of performance? To Corey in particular is really regressed, um, and and I know he, he's one of the few players who, in recent months, I, I think he came out and said that he'd like to stay at the club, uh, which is quite mm. rare normally these things are tied up because <laughs> you want them to stay and i think there's there's still a clearly a question mark over him he was, he was a big investment and at times um pretty much ran the midfield on his on his own at times because of the way we were set up and he was doing lots of running we knew he had limitations but um yeah since i don't know so probably probably since the injury um last year when he came back he's he's never really quite Got back into a pace of things. And I know he's had other niggles since, um, but y- yesterday he he was really really poor. You'd expect him as one of the senior players, um, more familiar with his teammates, I guess, than than the likes of Vinagre, the likes of Morpeo as, as we say, it just is it, pretty lost and stranded whenever he's getting minutes at the moment. I, I do feel for him. I, I, I think, I think he he at least showed more running and willing um, last night than he, he maybe did against against Leicester but
3: yeah i'd agree with as that you
2: say he he didn't look like scoring certainly because he 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 didn't get the, the chance to do sort of anything from an attacking sense um he mm-hmm. did also have one of the worst first touches i've seen in everton shirt for some time as well <laughs> uh, so so there is that but um i think i think there's still time for the likes of him to earn lampard's trust to earn the fans trust as well um yeah. but there's certainly a lot of others who yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a last chance saloon. It's just a shame, but we've had to learn it in a game where we could quite easily progress. Because, as as we said, Bournemouth made lots of changes too, and a lot of the players we were coming up against, we would expect to be certainly on paper. Um, when you see the likes of Stanislas scoring against us again, um, and. <laughs>
3: You, how you, nailed you, on you, was that yeah yeah, yeah how be, nailed yeah. on was that i was just waiting for
2: john stead to come off a bench from as well and finish <laughs> it up Um uh, yeah. it, it was just really really typical but again that's you you can only you can only be what's in front of you we we, we never look like winning that game um even even when Gray got the goal, which you know, we're never going to really remember it, but it was a great goal. It was a great finish. Um, it was a lovely finish. Yeah, yeah, but after that, obviously, we 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 never showed any initiative and and had, had took no momentum from that. And obviously, yeah, they scored two goals late on, which really, yeah, it it, it certainly didn't flatter them. I, th- I think I think if if anything. Um, yeah, we were lucky to get on the score sheet, really, for how little intent we showed. So.
1: It, it, it was concerning how Bournemouth can make nine changes and, and, and just mm. cut through us. I know we were like pushing on to try and yeah you know, to try and get back in it, with, with no real output from it. But so okay, there was you know there was players put, pushed up the pitch a bit more, but it felt like they were it felt a bit like they were going to create an opportunity. like nearly every time they cut they came through, and it's just so easy how they cut through us. And we can never do that, can we? You know, I mean, even when we got our best team out, you know, we, we we can never sort of cut through teams like that at all. And this is Bournemouth's. Okay, it wasn't the hot best defence out by any stretch, but this is Bournemouth's, you know, like the second string, essentially. You know I mean, it, I just found it. Um... Oh, worrying uh, how how easily just more how they can not so much how badly we defended it because it was a different defence more how easily they could do it showing like we can't do this we've got, we got we, we've got wingers who can't assist we got you know so we, we're not creating any chances for our, for our um, for our strikers you know when when the fifth you know what I mean we're just not able to do that at that end the um, core you're right. He's he's frustrated me, no end. To be honest, these last um, few months or so, particularly, uh, maybe maybe even towards the second half of last season. Um... When he, the the season when we signed the corby and we had um it was all the it was in lockdown wasn't it and I remember like when the games you know the games are on and we started watching uh, me and little mates started watching a lot of football because there wasn't a heck of a lot more else to do just on sort of like you know Zoom calls with a few beers and that and you know some Liverpool fans man new fans a few of that we were waving about about the Corley thought, oh wow what a player what you know he's got so much energy just brings you know a few things he can improve but what a player we have got there like really he's just fallen off a cliff the last sort of maybe. Probably eighteen months, even perhaps that far. He's um, he's become so injury prone thing, and then with you know with, with injury prone, he's just lost a lot of form. And yeah, I think he is in his last. Is he in his last year of contract? They, they had the option to extend it for an extra year. I'm not so sure that um, <laughs> that they'll, they'll be they'll be uh, they'll be um taking up that offer. So maybe he's mentally not and not not quite. Focused on where he's, you know, where where he's going to be, or what where does he want to be at Everton? I don't know. It's all speculation, of course, but certainly on that performance and recent performances, he doesn't look like he's concentrated. It doesn't look like his head's really there. Um. So, um so Tom Davis, I thought he improved a bit when he got back into the number six role. I don't know if he'd be the one. I don't know. Frank seems to like. seems to like him. He's. Let's not forget with Davis. Before um, before the came back, he just played a couple of really good games, hadn't he? Won in the Merseyside derby when he got replaced by Dresser yeah. and one game before that. So I wouldn't. I don't know if he's completely out of the picture. He might still have a little bit of a chance. He doesn't strike me as somebody who'd be a, a bit of a problem. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean he can't knock on the door and ask for game time. I don't see him being an issue. I, I, I don't think he'll be moved on. I mean, his contract may expire, but I don't think he's going to be sort of, you know, pushed out the door. It doesn't seem like a bad egg of sorts, you know? <laughs> um, Michael Keane, he, he needs to move. He needs to, he needs to play somewhere else. I don't think again, just like he's a bad egg. He looks miffed, doesn't he? It looks like, you know, he needs, needs to be playing somewhere and, yeah, it's become a, become a problem for Sutton, hasn't it, by um, signing a couple of good defenders who are fit and available all the time. It's kind of become a problem for some of the others who just aren't getting games whatsoever. And then if you're not getting any games at all, then get thrown into this one. It's yeah, just all um a all big stink, really, wasn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have a measure a measure of sympathy for for some of the players. I mean, continuity is, is a big thing you know, in football. Particularly for someone like Decore, you know, you know, you need to get into your rhythm in your um, regular matches, regular games. Um, particularly, you know, trying to settle in, into the midfield. Um, and yeah, and Davis puts away that shot. I mean, Decore has a very nice assist to his name. You know, it mm-hmm. <laughs> was a great, yeah. great through ball. But it's just, um, I think the, the the general problem with each of those three plays that we've been talking about is none of them are kind of. You know, take the game by the scruff of the neck. Really, sort of Im- Im- impress your personality on matches. Kind of players. They're all fairly passive, and I think that's that's been at the root of our problem for a long time. And that's why the likes of Cody and Tarkovsky coming in has made such a big difference. Is that that you know those characters that uh, that Lampard clearly um, Lampard and Thauw are clearly identified as missing components in the squad. Um, so, I, you know, <laughs> we should be thankful that we have players of that ilk who can walk back into the team on Saturday. You're listening to the Toffee Web Podcast. If we have question marks over Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I mean, I, it, it seems like Calvert-Lewin is not going to play because he's, he's. Um, yeah, Stelampard said last night that he's still waiting on Word from a specialist um, to see the extent of this hamstring injury. Uh, he said that Onana and Gay he ex- he hopes will be back in training in the next couple of days, so they could be involved. But uh, uh, how, how how do we see him responding to last night, and what sort of formation and lineup do we think he's going to go with on Saturday?
2: Well, I'd, I'd imagine that we 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 revert to a back four. Um, I guess the Patterson Coleman question is an interesting one because Patterson um again <coughs> is coming back from injury. So it, it and I, I agree, picking on certain players is, is is always a bit of a funny business anyway, but there are there are circumstances around some of them. I think Patterson um had moments, but clearly he's still feeling his way back to full fitness. And he's still also a very young player, which I think does separate him from some of the other players we mentioned um, in terms of uh, character and personality. But um, I'd imagine we revert to a back four of some sort. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't think Keenan Holgate will be at the uh, centre-back point of that. <laughs> um, I think if you if you look at the players that Lampard certainly does trust, they're, they're probably, well, some of them are the, the players he built on. So you'd imagine he comes back into it who who did... Uh, I'll say make a difference uh, because we didn't really massively change the flow of the game but um, he certainly looked more comfortable on the ball Um, another one who we we clearly missed from the start Um, I think Gordon really didn't do himself any favours with his performance so I'd expect Gray who did make a difference to start uh, probably with McNeil but Again, it goes back to our sort of paucity of options in, in those areas that you've got players who have been putting in five, six out of ten performances who haven't really got anyone else to come in. Um, Ditto Morpe as well. Um, it's it's It still should be enough, shouldn't it? Um, but again, Bournemouth's sort of first 11 have had a nice little rest. so uh, um, And we've seen what their second string can do. So... <laughs> It's it's become a scarier prospect, for sure. And their, their tails will be up. There, there might be some players from that 11 who've worked their way into the conversation, lest we forget this is a side who had scored goals in the last couple of games, albeit they've then gone on to lose them. So they, they've certainly got players who can cause problems and, and we've seen that their second string can do that to us. So I don't think we'll be going into it Maybe as as confident as we would have been, certainly. Um, but maybe that's what we need to work from a solid base um, to try and grind something out, and then hope hope that someone at the top end of the pitch for likes of Gray um, can add a bit of silk to the steel. But yeah, it's it's certainly an an edgier prospect than it than it appeared on paper say a couple of weeks ago.
1: They'll have been buzzing this. Yeah, they'll have been buzzing today in training, won't they? I guess, Bournemouth, or... You know, tomorrow, if I guess that them players have the best. Whatever. Well, Doesn't matter. But like the um yeah we'll be flat. Um they've got to pick themselves up. Um yeah, I I assume he's gonna go back to his more tried and trusted sort of four for the three or whatever you wanna call it. Um, usual back for I think Coleman will play. I think he'll want the he'll want as much leadership back there as he can. Uh particularly Patterson looked a little bit lost in that last twenty minutes where he's been struggling for, you know, maybe fitness not quite there, but he just his demeanor, he just looked sort of just like oh, devastated by his mistake. He just didn't, you know, just, uh, maybe better off of playing for starting McCormick in, in that one. I think all the leadership we can get back there would probably help. And depends on an and guy. I think, I think they'll be available. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be cynical, but either of them have eyes on the World Cup and thinking, oh, I don't want to get injured. I don't know if I'm going to be a cynic. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm not, they don't strike <laughs> me as them sort of lads. You know what I mean, but like uh, at the end of the day, you know what I mean. If you if you're nursing an injury, mm, I don't know would you want to risk missing miss the World Cup? But I, I, I don't know. I'm being very cynical. I know. Um, let's 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 assume that. Let, okay, let, let's assume they're not available. Those two. What 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 does what does Frank do then? James Garner <laughs> oh, no. comes up. It's James, <laughs> James Garner's in. That's a cert, right? And you'd, you'd probably assume that to be Tom Davis, wouldn't you? With um with with uh, and Garner and some. In some sort of three with probably Davis sitting, I would suggest. But I think he seems, seems like the idea of a Garner in that number six, which he looks dead, neat and had Much rather, he's he's a good player though. He's good good on the board. Much rather he's further up the pitch mm-hmm. than Tom Davis. Yeah, you know so um, me
2: too. Particularly yeah. with the profile of players he was playing with last night as well, we we didn't mm-hmm. really need someone else to sit in, did we? Which was why he <laughs> looks so yeah. bereft of options going forward.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, it was, I don't know that was a good call from Frank. Um, so, yeah, I don't know whether... McNeil, I don't think McNeil did it. Did, 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 did... I don't remember him touching the ball. McNeil, he did nothing in his time on the yeah. pitch. It's hard, you know, like... and Frank mentioned him as, like, one of the players who came in and did okay when he, he didn't do anything at all, actually. like uh, So, I don't know whether... <sighs> I don't know, I wouldn't write off the prospect of Gordon playing. He might just sort of get throw him out there. It's the last one before the World Cup. Throw him out there and say, like, Go on, Anthony, give it everything. Go on. Yeah, you know, get you know, run at these, give it everything. That's what I'd be saying to him. Whatever that happens, I don't know. And I guess Mopi's up front. I'd like to see Mopi try for the wing, but we've got no one to play up front now, have we? With Dominic injured. So Mopi's gonna have to play up front. Yeah, you know I mean, like as we always say, yeah. he just plays through his champs a bit more. So um, guess it rests on the availability of Ernest and Gay as to what what sort of team goes out. So uh, yeah, good luck with that conundrum.
3: Yeah, yeah. My guess is Onana because I think he has had just a slight sprain. I think Onana's the more likely of the two. Um, you know, if if Gay misses out, then I think I'd like to see because we don't really have a, a, a player who naturally sits anyway. Even if even if Gay's fit, so yeah, if he if he does sort of go back to that double pivot that was so successful against Palace, he could have um, Onana and Garner or even gone on Decoré, just sort of, you know, both of them playing in, in more um, in more sort of reserved roles and then just let Iwobi and whichever wingers are selected try and try and do the damage up front, um, up top. But uh, I'd like um, Patterson to play. I think he just needs to play just regularly, get, you know, get these, mis- any mistakes that he makes are just mistakes that he needs to make. I mean, we've been saying it for a while now. He's just one of those young players who I, I just want to see you know, given a, a full run in the team. Um, again, I felt – I think he, apart from that error at the end, along with um, James Garner and, as, as we said, to a lesser extent, Vinagre were some of the few who came out with any credit from that game last night. Um, so i just like it to see him continue. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the only thing yeah. with that, if it, if it wasn't such, such an enormous game, like it's very important to it's important to win this one. I'm not, you know, and suppose you could cancel that then by saying, well, sure. yeah, he's he's a more attacking outlet. So if we're going to go and win, then he should play. Yeah, I, mean, I just think yeah. leadership, character. Um, I'm all for him having that big run of games, probably the other side of that World Cup. This one, I just probably wanting wanting that leadership back there and having the option to come on. But yeah,
2: so that, that's just the
1: way I see it. No. Mm.
3: Yeah. You could be right. What?
2: We've got we've got options in that position. It's just a shame that where we really need them, uh, we haven't. I, I guess the the question that does emerge, which we didn't really get a, a full answer to because he only came on late, um, is Stanley Mills. I, how I, when does it become a point where the likes of him and Cannon, and, and I mean anyone else from me, the uh, development side, starts to get a look in? Um, certainly further up the pitch because. Um, currently when when we're looking for options off the bench, there's not really a lot that happens. And um the the, the bits of footage I've seen of him, certainly uh pre season and um in games for the under 21s, um, Mills in particular really stands out and looks like he's ready for more first team football. I'm not saying let's start him in a really important um, dare I say it six pointer against Bournemouth. Um <laughs> but it's it, it does start to become a question particularly as well how January goes because as you mentioned earlier Lyndon we we might not have the amount of money required to throw at a player who can make that difference at the top end of a pitch so if we haven't uh we have to look for other options um and and that's one lesson I would certainly take from Bournemouth is that um they they did look pretty good going forward they look well certainly they look good they've scored four goals against us they were fluid and they they move the ball around they have players with pace but they're they're not really players you'd expect to get into our side, unless we make that big money bid for Stanislas. We've been uh, gearing up for um, <laughs> on deadline day. I, I, I can't see it happening, but in the right system, um, players players like that can can do damage. We we just haven't really got that into any kind of flow, or um, which there's there's lots of reasons for that. But it it, it will be interesting to see whether whether Particularly in, in the break as well, because um, I guess I guess those guys are going to get minutes um, in the games in Australia as well. Um, so whether whether we'll see the likes of them off the bench um, around the festive period could be something. Every cloud.
1: <laughs> that's an interesting point actually just like given what uh, what we said about some of them players what Frank said about some of the players uh, there just last night actually like uh, the squad that will be going out to Australia will be quite interesting won't it because obviously a uh, mm-hmm. few will be at the World Cup and yeah would well, you Yeah, know yeah, I suppose they probably will you Keynes, you the etc will be going but yeah I don't know I'm not sure that <laughs> I'm not sure that will be a pretty sight of last night's anything to go by um, somebody said on um, looking at looking at the transfer window just as it popped into my head I saw some somebody on twitter um right nailed on everton they're going to get chris wood on loan on uh you know in, in on, on on deadline day in january and it makes me laugh because like um uh, you could see it for one but two, yeah. but two like uh not that long ago you just said evan uh, evan signed chris wood you'd be like i'll get lost we can, we can do better than that can't we?" now you now you would absolutely bite the hand off chris wood wouldn't you <laughs> right right now you'd uh you know he would be, you'd be oh, blimey it's uh it's a strike he can play it up to you know who deals with that role pretty well and um and let's face it it's can we really expect Dominic and to be available an awful lot you just can't have any faith in it so it's a real 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 problem that top end of the pitch in the uh in the window I'm sure we'll uh, be discussing that plenty over the next sort of six seven weeks or so during the World Cup um I'll try and end on a positive note for my end and uh <clears throat> um and it it, it intertwines on omen and i've got the uh the team up on the on the screen and earl Babbitt is a sub not used in that in that game <laughs> as i mentioned earlier um <clears throat> coventry city four everton one uh 15th of october 1997 third round of the coca-cola cup uh you might remember how a candle sort of uh, uh <clears throat> tried to make the players do a little bit of a warm-up down by the uh by the away end because we're getting all sorts of grief Few players, mm-hmm. A few other players a few, do have been Craig Short and Billich and a few others and all sorts of hell uh, occurred. And the next game was uh, the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool at home. and um, We won 2-0. Daddy in and Neil Ruddick uh, own goal. Um, huge win. We obviously went some way to keeping us up considering we stayed up, I think, on goal difference at the end of that season. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I'm hoping we're not staying up on goal difference this season. I hope we're staying up a lot more comfortably <laughs> than that. But, yeah. Uh, more so the result that followed a, a 4-1 hammering away from home against the lowly family league side. We probably went lowly at that point. Coventry are probably ahead of us. But uh point being, yeah, we bounced back well and um, the guys have just got to bounce back well in this game and uh, just show, show what they're made of. Most of them didn't play that game. A lot of them were well-rested. A lot of them didn't travel. So... Um, it's the onus is on them. we've really got to uh, go and go and prove the worth to, in front of the Evertonians because uh, uh, they deserve it. Them, them lot, will be down there.
3: Yeah, they certainly do. They certainly do. Uh, I think that's a, a positive note. Is a good place to leave it for now <laughs> um, because yeah, we do need a response on Saturday, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll get it. We will be back next early next week to discuss that and. Uh, hopefully not uh, in, in the same mood that we are in now because I suspect that the uh, the conversation is going to be a lot, uh, a lot more, a lot deeper. <laughs> the result does not go our way on Saturday, but uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but until then, blues, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Try not to dwell on the blues too much. And uh, we'll speak to you soon here on the Tuffywood Podcast.